bang bang welcome to the potty is obviously brought to you by bang bang coffee so nice we had to name it twice you know i was at the uh the gas station the other day and i saw somebody ordering a coffee and it was a gross coffee it was i don't even know what brand it was i don't know what kind of beans they were using i think they were using fucking kidney beans i don't know it looked disgusting and they didn't say anything about it they didn't complain but one guy came in the double sliding doors you know how there's always double sliding doors at at a uh gas station it's almost like a hotel but you know but for drug addicts and this guy walked in screaming he was like there's no fucking bung bung on the pump and i was like what he was like there's diesel unleaded lpg oh, i want fucking bung bung keeps my car going you know this man has made his car you know he has made his car run on bung bung coffee the ultimate energy source for man and machine okay so you think about that for a minute do you want your car to last as long as the human body 80 years instead of 20 at most then you want to get that bung bung coffee you know think about think about your body how long would you last if you drank motor oil not very long you want bung bung coffee to keep you going and to keep your car going it's the it's magic it's magic stuff it, it, it fuels your car it fuels your body you know it can it can power a you know a household this is the type of sustenance that we need all right so if you want that if you want that in your body if you want to become all you can be limitless some might say bradley cooper might say it you know that pill in that movie was actually just a coffee bean if that's what you want to become full spec'd out then you come to bungbungcoffee.com and you enter the promo code P-O-D-D-Y, that's potty, for 15% off all orders. No minimum order, no maximum order. Think about that. Think about that. And you know, the show's, the, you know, the show's been growing. And I thank everybody for that. I thank everybody that's been rating and reviewing the show. We got to our 200 ratings, so I'll keep you posted with Rotten Tomatoes and see how we go with that. And um, we hit our 1,000 viewer mark on uh youtube which you know that was a goal we were striving for so we got we got to 1k subscribers so thank you so much everybody that's been doing that please keep sharing the show uh rating it and review it if you haven't already it helps us with all the algorithms and all that bullshit hit the thumbs up do what you got to do um you know but thank you guys so much we're hitting milestones Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. Baby, welcome to Welcome to the party. Bong bong. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always. Dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the magnum PI of podcasting, the uh, the captain. You know, we're here, we're here once again. 
doing the damn thing. And uh, yeah, like I said, thanks for thanks for getting us all those reviews and stuff. We got our first one star review. So whichever fuckwit decided to do that, um, you know that's fine. That's fine. Um, you're. I mean, I was gonna try and do a clean episode for once, and I've already sworn. I've already sworn. I think I might have even sworn in the ad read, the bung bung coffee. So who gives a shit? You're a cunt. Fuck you. Piss. Twat slut. You know, whatever. We're here and we're we're still explicit and we're, we're not going to be able to remove that explicit tag for this episode and that's fine. I sung through the intro. Uh, we still don't have a new intro uh, and I'm just trying to see if maybe adding my vocals to it um, stopped us from getting whatever, um, flagged. But yeah, like I said, if there's any musicians or digital masters and shit out there, if you want to try your hand at a new intro for the Welcome to the Potty podcast, uh, that'd be great. We would, of course, shout you out if we choose your your intro. But um, Boardman's not in. Boardman's not in. It's just me. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't rearrange the studio when uh, Boardman doesn't come in. So I'm sitting in his seat. And that's why we've just got the beige curtain behind me, even though, I mean, this is, we, we upload these in black and white, so you shouldn't really see the color of the curtain anyway, but it's boring. It's a boring background. We've got a couple of ricey snaps in the back over there. And that sounds like some sort of treat that you'd put in your lunchbox, but it's actually a photograph taken by a man named Ricey is a ricey snap, but a ricey snap sounds like something, you know, maybe that you add milk to in the morning, you know, cereal. But, you know, that's how we're starting the pod today. I've got a list of stuff I did prepare. Uh, so let me just pull up my list here. What else did we want to talk about today, man? Yeah, first first, first one-star review, which is nuts. Like, this is clearly better than one-star shit. This is, at the very minimum, four-star at the very very minimum, four star, uh, and I would say if you know how to do if you know how to do hacking, you can probably do six stars for this shit. This is one of the best podcasts in the game. Everyone knows it. Um, everyone uh, has told me that. Uh, Joe Rogan sent me a message. He told me, um, you know, he envies my swag, my pedigree. He told me that you know he runs off of this you know these on it vitamins and this mushroom coffee and all this fucking stupid shit and he's like oh, i need some of that bung bung i need to get on your level you've clearly maximized your potential it doesn't get any better than what you are you have broken the code you have completed life what is the point of you going on and i said you don't need to say things like that to try and take me out of the game i'm still here you know mr joe rogan so thanks joe for that um, so, you know, it's a pretty supreme compliment. You know, we get people asking to be on the podcast, people, talentless people, individuals that are boring that I don't want to talk to, you know, that you guys don't want to listen to. So they don't, you know, they hit the DMs, they don't get a response most of the time. Some of them have broken English. Please podcast, can I be on yours? Something like that. And I'm like, no, let me, you know, let me send you and your, your country some bread or whatever, you know, whatever whatever type of situation you're from, let me help you out with a donation to whatever your nearest charity is, you know, save the children, something like that. Um, but yeah, I get a lot of that, get a lot, you know, um, you know, open mic comedians from other countries that I've never seen, but they just see as a comedy podcast. So they want to come on here and it's like, Hey guy, no, you know, I'll have a I'll have a guy that I've met that I 
you know, have something to banter about, but some random guy that I don't know, that you don't know, that you don't care about, nah, bro. Do this for the people. Do this for the the potties. You know, I don't know what you guys are called. You know, we're 341 episodes in. I still haven't got a nickname for you guys. I tried to give call you guys like the beans or something, like, you know, peas in a pod, the peas. Don't like it. Potties isn't a bad one. Like, welcome to the potty and you're the potties. Or like, you know, the, you know, I don't know. Jerks. I don't know what you, you guys tell me what you want to be called as well, I guess. Um, it's all up in the air. It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. And you you guys all know that. Easy money. Um, shit, dude. My, uh, my fringe show, I think I told you guys I got it taped one night. That uh, has been sent to me. It looks great. Haven't watched it yet, but I just like scrubbed through it. And, it, uh, you know, two camera setup. It looks, it looks pretty dope. Uh, I'm happy with it. Uh, I have to watch it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to release it because I want to, improve the show and hopefully release it as a special um at, at another point in time but <clears throat> yeah that is that's a thing you know that's that's happened um i forgot forgot what it where else i was going man oh yeah i still don't have a kid i still don't have a kid bro dude i gotta tell you all the dads and moms out there that I run into on a daily basis or, you know, text. Um, bro, I'm so tired of people telling us what to expect. I don't care whether you've been through it or not. Everyone has a unique experience. Some people, I'm sure there have been people out there that have had painless births. And I'm sure they don't go out, of the, go out there telling people like, Oh, it's a piece of cake. Don't worry about. You know, Rachel doesn't need to hear shit about like, um, all this and like all get split open and got to get stitched up and all the and all this shit and like if she's 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 trying she's trying to be positive and that like you know you just want to be positive, don't want to be extra stressed out. And she says shit like, yeah, I just I just wanted to be as easy and as safe as possible. People, like, oh God, you just wait, and it's like shut the fuck up, dude. Just shut the fuck up. And also, don't turn pregnancy and motherhood into your whole personality. It doesn't need to be. doesn't need to be. Like, it's a special thing. I get it. But, like, billions of people have done this shit. Billions. So let's just calm down with the fucking self-superhero status shit. Just fucking relax. All right? I, you know, I'm grateful and happy and proud of Rachel and, uh, you know, what she's done holding this baby for nine months. It's been, it's been nine short months leading into the longest fucking week of our lives where four days overdue and these four days, it's felt like nine months all over again. Um, But like, dude, these people, man, just fucking shut up. That's all. That's all I ask. Let us just go through it, you know? Everyone is going to have their own unique experiences. Let them have them. The amount, dude, oh, oh, you're having a kid? Oh, congratulations. There goes your comedy career. What? No, bro. 
No. I'm still going to be doing comedy. I'm still going to be building this shit. What, so what you're telling me is you don't think that any comedians ever had a kid before? What the fuck are you talking about? You don't think there's never been a comedian that's been a good father? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, guy? Guy that's not a comedian. Or guy that is a comedian that doesn't have kids. Or guy that's a comedian that has kids and sacrificed his comedy career because he didn't realise that you can do more than just have kids. I'm not you, bro, and you're not me. We can all do this in different ways. It's fucking wild, bro. It's so crazy. Like, it's like when you go to when you go to Europe and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to Europe, man. Like, oh, where are you going? Oh, you know, I'm going to London. I'm going to Paris. Oh, Paris. Oh, dude, they're all so rude over there. Fuck, I went there, bro, and they fucking did this to do. Bro. So your experience is going to be mine. How about don't ruin my experience before I've had it, bro. What if I want to go and hook up with a, a French girl that, you know, doesn't shave her armpits, but the rest of her is fucking spot on? What about that? What if that happens? What if I accidentally fall asleep and sleep over at her house and she, you know, makes me a croissant with chocolate in the middle of it for, for breakfast and she puts that on a plate next to a lit cigarette? One of those thin ones, you know? We're just smoking thin cigarettes and eating chocolate croissants in the morning, bro. Now, that's French. And that's one of the blackest things you can do is be French. Clavering, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Um, You ever heard of LeBron James, bro? De Mont de Rosan? You ever heard of that? That's fucking French, dude. Black people love being French, all right? Even if they're not French. Black people often come from a place of poverty. And so the fanciest thing that they can do with their lives is call their kids something French. So you come up with LeBron and Damar. LaMarcus, bro. LaMarcon. Dakotas, bro. You know? Shakari Richardson, bro. Dude. That's all French. Dude, I hooked up with a black chick named Genevieve, bro. Genevieve. That is French, bro. That's French as a motherfucker, bro. Was she French? No, she was from like Hartford, Connecticut or some shit. Black people are French as fuck and never even been to France. You know? So don't tell me what Paris is going to be like and don't tell me what pregnancy is going to be like is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's really the long and the short of it, bro. French names are lit. You put that shit on a fucking Topps basketball card and, you know, put that on a rookie card. LeBron? Shit. That shit will sell for $1 million, baby. Shit. So don't tell me how to travel and don't tell me how to have a kid. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, dude. Because you can, you know, 
I hooked up with a girl named Jessica too, and that's not French, but her last name was French, bro. French. Her last name was French, and I already said her first name, so I don't really want to say her last name, but my God, she was fancy, dude. Still is probably. Maybe, maybe she got married and lost the fancy last name, but who knows, bro? Some, you know, lots of girls keep their last name. She could have got married to an even fancier Frenchie too. She might have married DeMar DeRozan and become Jessica DeRozan and she's just straight up French and black now. Think about that. How are you going to be that French without ever being to France? How? So don't tell me that I can't be a comedian and have a kid. And don't tell Rachel that, you know, oh, just wait, you're never going to sleep again. Dude, just because you can't put your fucking kid to sleep, bro, doesn't mean that we won't be able to, oh, oh, nah, it's so hard. It's so fucking hard to to breastfeed. Oh, you think you're going to breastfeed? So fucking hard. Like, you'll never be able to breastfeed. Just make sure you get the formula. Dude. You're putting, you're projecting, bruh. You're straight up from the projects. You are projecting your shit upon us. Hey, I feel bad for you. You can't breastfeed. That's fine. You're no less of a woman for that. But guess what? We're going to try. Hey, you had a C-section. That is okay. Sometimes that's safer for you and the baby. You don't want to put anyone at risk sometimes. Go ahead, have a C-section. We're still going to try and squeeze this bitch out until told otherwise. Okay? Your kid doesn't sleep. Maybe ours will. That's okay. Yours will too, eventually. Don't tell us how it's going to be. You don't fucking know, bro. You don't know. You're not from France. You are not from France. You know, it's like you got to sometimes like... If I was going to, cre- if, if this was a video game and I was creating a character of somebody that, that was this person, dude, I would say like, yeah, definitely <clears throat> there's a male version and a female version, okay? So let's go height, you know, what's the average height of a woman these days? 5'5", five, five? or is that is that short, or is that tall? Let's say 5'5". Five, five. She's going to be 5'5". Five, five. The woman's 5'5". Five, five. She's she's already succumbed to like, like, I'm a mom. I'm just a mom. There's nothing else about me. Okay? So she's got the mom cut. She's got like a weird fringe and like shoulder length hair. And it's all frizzy and doesn't look like she's used conditioner probably for the last 18 months. Okay? She's got a nasal voice like, <laughs> I <laughs> I think I know <laughs> a little bit about motherhood. <laughs> you know, that's her voice. That's her whole voice get up. She's probably, you know, weird jewelry. Like, 
like you're not it's not like mothery jewelry, but it's like almost grandmothery, but almost still hipster. But she's not wearing it unironically, you know? So it's like an opal embedded in like this like dirty sort of like stained gold bracelet. And it's like, who the fuck has an opal in a bracelet? Someone who has nothing inside their personality other than being a mother, you know? And it's like, dude, just fucking eat a snail and be a little bit more French and understand that not everyone's going to be the same. You're not from France. That's your biggest problem is you're not from France. Mom jeans, obviously. Moms like to get, you know, Pregnant people like to get into the mom jeans before they even have a baby. They, It's a statement. It's a statement they're making. Hey, everyone, I'm pregnant, you know, and I'm still wearing jeans, so you're not even that pregnant, but it's just like I'm not pregnant enough for you to know that I'm pregnant, so I'm just going to let you know that I'm a mom by wearing mom jeans type shit. I'm not getting the attention that I hoped from being pregnant yet because I'm not big enough to get that attention, so here's some mom jeans and some white sneakers. No socks. You know? That's that's really someone that's not from France. That's what someone that's not from France would wear. What would a man that's not from France wear? I'll tell you, and this is this is where it gets a little bit confusing. A man that's not from France would wear exactly what a man from France would wear. Easy money. He would, he's trying to be a chameleon. He's, he wishes he was from France. This motherfucker's not even from France, bro. From, you talking about France? France? Not no Spain. Not no Spain, bro. France? We talking about France. This motherfucker would be wearing a strap. Dude, he would be wearing a beret with a stripy skin tight, horizontal stripes, white and navy or white and black sometimes, white gloves, three-quarter leaf striped shirt with a deep U-neck, black pants, black shoes with short socks, and the pants are like um like capri pants. Is that what they're called? where they like go like just to above your ankle. So you can see some skin because he's got no socks, shiny dress shoes on, short socks. You see a little bit of ankle and it's got a tan on it. He's got a like, he's getting that European sun. So he's got some tan. He's got hair. He's got his taco meat coming out the top of his deep ute and he's got his paint, his face painted white. And he doesn't talk. He just tries to show you what he's doing. He tries to tell you without using any words that you're stuck in a glass case of parenthood and that you can't be a fucking comedian now that you <laughs> now that you're about to have a kid you know you're not from France so don't tell me how to be a dad bro that's all I'm trying to say man that's what they would and yeah Inside his internal monologue while he's he's doing glass case of parenthood would be like, whoa, whoa, 
You cannot be a father. And the Shut up, Siri. Ruined my bit, dude. She ruined my bit. I'm not going back into it. <coughs> Fuck. I need a water, honestly. Furious. The, do the dog has just opened the door, I'm pretty sure. Don't know. They're just out there crying. How can you know? How can you have dogs and be a comedian at the same time? How how can you sleep and have dogs? You know, our dogs sleep indoors, bro. They make no sounds, dude. You guys hear about Young Thug? Young Thug, dude. I don't really know the full story. Let me um, let me give it a goog here. So basically. I don't know if everyone here knows what the the Rico Act is. Uh, let me let me Google Rico um, and just tell you what it stands for: Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act. So basically, this was the act that was brought in um, as a federal act in the United States to basically get rid of organized crime. So the mafia, basically. So the Rico Act. Um, basically would charge everyone within an organized crime organization, such as the mafias, any gang, right? The RICO Act would charge everyone within that organization with all of the same crimes so that they could all go away for longer, go to prison for longer. So let me break it down to you like this as simply as possible. Let's say uh, a gang organizes a bank robbery. So you've got people that go into the bank, the actual robbers. They've got guns, so armed robbery. Someone smacks someone in the face with their gun, so that's uh, assault with a deadly weapon. Someone might kill someone, so that's murder, plus the robbery, plus the getaway driver. Um, they they stole the vehicle to to drive away in, so so theft. Um, speeding, dry, you know, driving under the influence, drive, you know, everything that could have happened for this one crime, even though one person just drove and another guy killed someone and another guy stole the money and another guy punched someone, everyone involved in the crime as a whole gets charged with every crime committed during that event. That's that's how the RICO Act works. So that that would just like, you know, instead of getting a 10-year sentence, you get like a 150-year sentence, right? And so that they could put away a whole um, gang or whatever. And it looks like Young Thug is getting hit with this RICO Act right now. So let me just let me just Google Young Thug Jail. Okay, so I don't know where I'm going to get the best story here. So Young Thug and Gunner denied bail following RICO arrests. Sorry, I've just come from a lunch and I'm so full and thirsty. Okay. On Wednesday, May 11, both Young Thug and Gunner's requests for bond were rejected during their hearings before a judge, according to 11 Alive. Both rappers 
are among the 28 people named in the Fulton County District Attorney indictment for conspiring to violate the RICO Act. Gunner-born Sergio Kitchens was hit with a RICO charge but is also accused of criminal street gang activity, possession with the intent to distribute methamphetamine, hydrocodone and marijuana, and theft by receiving stolen property, according to the news outlet. Meanwhile, thug-born Jeffrey Lamar Williams is facing seven additional felony charges on drugs and weapons possession after police raided his home on Monday, May 9. According to an Atlanta Police Department's booking document, Obtained by XXL, Thug's felony charges include possession of marijuana with intent to distribute, possession of sawed-off shotgun, sawed-off rifle, machine gun, dangerous weapon or silencer, and three separate charges of unlawful for person employed by slash associated with criminal street gang to conduct slash participate in criminal activity. So reading that, basically this guy is fucked, mate. He's fucked. Um, that's basically all there is to it. I don't know if anyone has seen any of the, you know, tweets about Thug and Gunner, so that's why I wanted to break that down and uh, uh, let you know how the RICO Act works. Basically, anyone affiliated with a gang, and I think their gang is called YSL. Um, let me just double-check that. Move the mic here. Uh, YSL Young Thug. Come on. Google.com, YSL, Young Thug. Let's hit a sound real quick. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to fill in Young Stoner Life. God, what a shit gang to get caught up in. What, like, Young Stoner Life is the name of your gang? You know, like... Latin Kings, Crips, Bloods, those are gangs. Young Stoner Life, like, bleep, kill yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that's fucking crazy. <clears throat> Roe vs. Wade is also going on in the news. I don't even know what that is. I guess that's a case study. I don't fucking know. All I know is that Women need to be able to get abortions, bro. And they need to be able to get them semi-late term, depending on the circumstances. Some people don't know that they're pregnant. They think they're on the pill, you know? They put put on a bit of weight. They don't know because they're on the pill. So they don't know they're pregnant. So, yeah, they should be. Bro, you should just be able to, like, you know, I don't know what the maximum should be. But sometimes, you know, if I think it's like 13 weeks or something, which is, yeah, that's three months. Sometimes you still don't know at that time. And if you don't know, maybe you have to be allowed to, you know, do something. But you should be, you know, these ladies should be allowed to do what they want. These ladies should be allowed to do what they want. Some people are not ready to be parents, ready, fit for, don't have daddies won't have daddies, um, you know, rape. Who the fuck wants to have a rape baby or an incest baby, incest rape baby, you know? And that wasn't, you know, that's not a joke line. You know, that's a thing. There's a thing that happens. People get fucked by their uncle or their dad or whatever, and then they get pregnant. And you're going to make it illegal for them to fuck. And then that, 
Dude, this is so backwards. Like they're, they're so pro-life, bro, that they're talking about giving you the death penalty for getting an abortion. So pro-life, they'll kill you. What the fuck is that backwards bullshit, bro? You know, I don't want to talk about too much about this because it just seems it seems so uh, simple. Like, of course, women should be able to get abortions. They should, it, you know, their body, their choice, right? No, no. You know, your my body, my choice. When it comes to, you know, this is the same. This this is the same um, conservatives that wouldn't get the fucking vaccine, my body, my choice. Now, it's not your body, your choice when it comes to the woman's right to get an abortion. It's all fucking wild. I, I, I don't even know how to talk about it. It's, I can't talk about it because there's nothing funny in there and it's just how, what, how's there an argument? How How is there even an argument in 2022, bro? What year is it in the United States of America? You know? Man, you corny! Motherfuckers on some fucking weird shit, bro. Man, you corny! Man. Oh, I was listening to um Kendrick's new album today. And um I'm not sure about it, bro. Like, it, there's nothing... Com- compelling me to listen to it a second time. There was no song on there that I was like, oh, this is the single. This is the banger. This is the one that like everyone's going to be talking about. You know, he released his video. I forgot what song that was even for. But the video where, you know, it's all deep fakes. OJ Simpson, Nipsey Hussle, Kobe Bryant, Will Smith, um, Jussie Smollett, uh, you know. That was a dope video. I really enjoyed watching it. The song is whatever. All the songs are whatever. It's, dude, it's conscious. It's lyrical. It's it's the type of shit that you would shut your eyes and listen to and be like, oh shit, he's really saying something here. Would I pay 200 bucks to go to a concert to see him do these fucking songs? No fucking way, bro. No way. It's just conscious. It's fine. It's like a concept album. He's The whole album is a story. And that's, you know, that's typical of Kendrick. But I think he got more caught up in the concept than the music, maybe. And it's like, you know, when Kanye comes out with some bullshit, people are like, you know, he's just trying to change his sound. And I'm, I'm trying to give Kendrick the benefit of the doubt. Is he trying to change his sound? Um, It didn't matter if he was because it wasn't a different enough sound for it to be like, a sound in it of its own or to start a new movement in rap or anything. It just wasn't, it just wasn't that. He raps out of pocket a lot, which can be a useful tool like occasionally, but the whole thing like rapping off the beat is just, I don't know, dude. Like, I just didn't like it. And I hate to say it, I'm a huge Kendrick fan. I did not like this album. Uh, it made me think about what my favorite, like, you know, newish rap album is and I don't I don't even remember. 
I fucking loved Bo Jackson by Baldy James. That was that was fucking dope. But I think that was even that might have been like twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Um, your old Droog had an album like I forget what that was called, but yeah, that like I don't know. The new the new rap even by old rappers isn't really capturing me these days, man. Like. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of out of the music game. This, this shit just really didn't do it for me, man. It's, it's going to be album of the week, you know. Got to stay, got to, got to jump on the trend. So I'll pop that, out, I'll pop that out there as album of the week. And I, I hope you guys can can tell me what you really think and what what songs do bang or whatever. But I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. I, I don't, I don't know that I can sit through a second of listening. I hate to say that. I hate to say that. I'm not I'm not doing clays reviews for music. I'm not gonna assign a you know numerical value to this, but Yeah, disappointing. I was disappointed with it, man. But uh, I don't even remember what it was called. Let's have a quick quick squeeze here at uh his album Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah, it just didn't. Yeah, it just didn't do it for me, man. Whatever. Maybe he should have done like rapped in French or something. I don't know. He's not even from France, so what the fuck are we, you know, really supposed to do? I don't give a fuck. Uh, what's next? Probably, probably Clay's reviews. Honestly, let's go there. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinger costumes. This segment is Clay's reviews. All right, so I've been watching um, on Apple TV Plus this show called Morn. Uh, it's called Morning Wars or The Morning Show. I don't know what what they're going with, um, but it's you know Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, um, Reese Witherspoon, bro. Uh, I gotta say, I fucking hate her in it, dude. I actually hate everyone. There's no one in it that I actually enjoy. Maybe Mark Duplass. If is that his name, Mark? Who gives a fuck, bro? Comedy action. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong. That's the wrong uh, button. I wanted to. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, they just. It's like I said about that new Sex in the City shit. What was that called? And just like that. They're just forcing like political agendas or or um uh whatever's hot or just is it political? You know, they're talk you know, it's all about um, you know, me too, you know, hashtag me too. Then there's like a racial component, then it's coronavirus, then it's this, then it's that. Every episode drug addiction. <gasps> just fucking Let's get this show going, bro. Not every episode. Dude, they're doing coronavirus so hectic that, like, they're doing wide shots so they can fit everyone in social distancing and shit. It's like, fucking get over it, man. We get it. Coronavirus is out there. Not everyone needs to address it, do they? You know, oh, fuck it. I address it on this podcast. I'm an idiot. Ugh, why do you guys even fucking listen to this shit, man? Sensational. Oh, yeah, because it's fucking sensational, bro. But... Dude, it's just too, it's too on the nose. They're trying too hard to like address everything, everything and everything's so important and everyone's so important. And like, 
because morning TV personalities are not stars, they have to they have to use um e- uh, exposition to explain that these people are celebrities because like morning TV people are not really celebrities. You know, like Kelly Ripper and fucking, you know, I just said Kelly Ripper and half of you guys are like, fucking who? You know? And I'm like, Kelly Ripper. You know, like, Regis, you know, rest in peace. You're not really a celebrity, are you? You're just a morning show guy and people kind of know who you are. And people probably more likely be like, oh, that's that guy from the morning show. Who's that? Regis. Regis? That doesn't sound right. Regis. Regis sounds like a street on Monopoly. I'm like, no, that's Regent. Oh, yeah, Regent Street. 300 bucks, right? Yeah, right next to Waterworks or whatever, Community Chess. And then you start talking about fucking Monopoly instead of the morning show, you know? So they had to use exposition to, like, explain that these people were actually celebrities and people actually gave a fuck about them. Because no one does. You know, if someone on one of our morning shows, who, by the way, I don't know the names of, if one of them did, like, a scandal, you know, whatever people would be like who gives a fuck put you know put the footy back on and that's what this was it was a bit of who gives a fuck um it and because of that it was just like it's it's not a good show just because you've got a different political agenda jesus christ can i even speak it's not it's not a good show just because you've got a different political agenda every episode. You know? It's like an it's like an okay show in spite of that. Right? So 6.5 out of 10 for that. And then tick tick boom. So it's a biopic about Jonathan Larson, who is the guy who wrote Rent, the musical. Um, And it's just, yeah, it's just about his grind and struggle and will to make it. And he did. Uh, And, you know, it's a tragic story. It it made me, it was inspiring. It was fucking inspirational. He he stuck to it. He he had that stick-to-itiveness. He had the passion, the drive, the love for musical theatre. And the the movies and musicals, definitely not my type of movie. I don't like movies that break into song all the time. Even, you know, despite it was being about a music, it was like a musical about a musical. Like meta like that. But the way it was done, they made certain scenes look as if they were on a musical set. Uh, stuff like that, you know, some trivia uh, is that there were some certain people in it that were from the original cast of Rent and stuff like that, which is, you know, cool stuff to find out. Lin-Manuel Miranda was the director. He He's the director of uh, Hamilton or create, make, creator maybe of Hamilton. I don't know. But, you know, supreme talent. Andrew Garfield, who's one of the Spider-Mans, he, he's the lead in it. He's Jonathan Larson. And he was phenomenal. He was fantastic. He was, um, I believe, he, he, yeah, believable. And there's plenty of motherfuckers out there that I watch that I do not believe. And I believed Andrew Garfield and that's that's amazing. And, um, yeah, I doubt that he did method acting to fucking be this guy because he didn't have to, you know, 
come in anyone's sandwich or something like that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, not my type of movie. I probably won't ever watch it again. In saying that, it's phenomenal. I do recommend it. Uh, 8 out of 10, huge. 8 out of 10. Uh, boss man, let's go to sports. Oh, I'm boss man. I meant board man. But board man's not even here. Dude, where, uh, you know, playoffs. <sighs> so let's just break it down. Golden State finished off Memphis today. Um, Bucks and Celtics are going to game seven. Heat finished off Philly yesterday. And Dallas and uh, Phoenix, are they going to game seven or six? Let's just double check that one. God. How about a bit of preparation, you fucking dipshit? Oh, my God. Um, NBA playoffs. What do we got here? Uh, yeah, 3-3. Three, three. They're going to game seven, the Mavs and the Suns. Um, so, dude, honestly, out of the teams left, so we got Heat, Bucks, Celtics, Warriors, Mavs, Suns. Out of all of those teams, the only team I definitely don't want to see win is the Suns. I kind of like everyone else in this playoffs, which is, is dope. It's pretty exciting. I need to... um. Celtics Bucks is tough. I've got a soft spot for the Celtics. You know, one of my best buds is a Celtics fan. I lived in um, the Northeast for five years. So I've got a soft spot for for the Celtics. I also love the Bucks. Um, you know, Giannis, Giannis is getting caught. I mean, if you're the face of the NBA, you can't get fouled out on offensive fouls, can you? So, like, you... Like, you just have to expect that he's going to get away with a lot of bullshit. But one day that'll be Jason Tatum. It will be. Uh, he, today, you should have fucking seen this game if you haven't already. He chopped these motherfuckers up. He was not ready to go on vacation. He uh, just, oh, just absolute class. Absolute class. He just bodied those motherfuckers. So, taking them back to uh, Boston for game seven. So, uh, you know, that'd be huge for the Celtics to get up. Uh, the Heat are strong. I'm loving I'm loving the Heat. They won in six, 4-2 against Philly. Uh, just a bunch of guys, gritty guys that, you know, none of them were like lottery picks really. I don't know what Jimmy Butler was actually. Kyle Lowry's probably a lottery. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but... Um, I love that team. They've got a lot of fire, a lot of grit. They defend. I fucking love the Heat. They're going to be fun to watch. Mavericks, just a bunch of guys and Luca, you know, and Luca has wheeled them into a game seven. I hope he fucking beats the Suns. I'm tired of Devin Booker trying to be Chris Paul to fucking fling his head back. I hope he gets whiplash. Um, you know, Chris Paul played so shit the other day that he had to get someone thrown out of the arena. Okay, so the story, you know, he had this fucking bullshit game. He fouled out. He had like five points and 21 um, turnovers. And um, some guy touched his mum and he fucking spazzed. The guy got kicked out and he's now not allowed in the arena until 2023. Bit of an overkill. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, kick him out for the game for the rest of the game. That's fine. Ban till 2023 is like crazy. And he's saying like, oh, he oh, he put hands on my family. The truth has come out. Chris Paul's mother uh wrote to ESPN or something and said that the kid was repeatedly tapping her on the shoulder and wishing her a happy Mother's Day. Um, and she he did it so much that she did have to ask him to stop. Oh, no. Who gives a fuck, dude? Chris Paul overreacted because he had a fucking nightmare game and, and he sucks in the playoffs. Yes, he had a perfect game like a week ago. That's over. You played like shit, Duke. You can't fucking close this. It's now 3-3 and you fucking panicked and you took it out on a fucking like 15-year-old kid or maybe 18. Who gives a fuck how old he was? You had a shit game, Duke. Eat that. It's not the kid's fault that you played like shit. Eat it. Be better. Stop fouling. Stop doing dumb shit, dude. Like, just, it's like his brain just fucking just fizzles out when it comes to playoffs. He starts doing all these dumb fouls, bro. Just like jumping over the back of dudes for offensive rebounds. Like, you're five foot three, guy. You're not getting an O board. So now you just put someone on the line? Like, what are you doing, guy? Fucking idiot. Just don't like him. Never have. He's got big hall monitor energy vibes, you know, like just like the type of guy that would tell on you for sure. Like if you're young thug, do not be friends with Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the type of guy to be like, oh, you're having a kid? Gonna have to quit basketball. It's like, dude, you're not even French. His coach got coach of the year. Monty Williams, I think his name is. Tyler Hero got sixth man of the year. That's happened. There's new trophies. They're doing um, uh, conference finals MVP now instead of just finals MVP, which is, I don't know. It's kind of everyone gets a medal generation. Conference finals don't matter. I don't care whether you win conference finals. I don't think you should even get a T-shirt, let alone a fucking trophy. And now we're getting fucking MVPs for conference finals. If you, dude, nothing matters if you don't win. Rookie of the year doesn't even matter. It matters legacy-wise, but it just doesn't matter. If you win rookie of the year and you never win a ring, like who gives a fuck about you, bro? You know? Winning means something. You know, no offense, Charles Barkley, but, you know, you got to do something. You got to do something. I'm excited, though, man. It's good. Uh, the Grizzlies made me so mad. I talked about them last week, so who gives a fuck? Now they can go They can go to Mexico. I've said who gives a fuck like 40 times um, on this episode. I don't give a fuck. All right, that's sports anyway. That's the NBA playoffs. 
AFL. Like, I'm so over the AFL, bro. I'm I'm last in tips. Like, what's what's the point? You know. Devastating. Sensational. Um, let's do some advice here. Uh, how long have we got left, board man? We're at fifty minutes. That's not bad. I could end it, but. I love being here. Let's do some advice. I got some advice this week, so let's do it. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. All right. This one's coming in from, I don't know how to say this, Cheyenne or Cheney or C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E. Let's look that up in um, Google. And see if um, they can pronounce that for me. C H E Y E N E. Oh, how do you? Um, what if I just write? Oh, yeah, pronunciation. Okay. Let's see. Wait, did that not come through the soundboard? Oh, that's not on. Oh, shit. Why is that not coming through the soundboard? Jesus, I hope this episode is actually recording to somebody. Um, let's play it again. I'm going to turn this bitch up so you guys can hear it. Hold on, I'm just going to turn my microphone to, to it. Cheyenne. I think you guys would have heard that, but that's who this uh, is from, and I have to figure out why this isn't going through the fucking headphones now. But anyway, so this is coming in from Cheyenne. Um, my boyfriend has started showing how shallow he is saying he wouldn't date me if I was a fat chick and also how he doesn't like to watch TV shows with shitty-looking women. Jesus Christ, guy. Sometimes you've got to keep some of your thoughts to yourself, dude. What are you doing? This guy's just fucking like... Fuck that. You know? He's just walking down the street and he just sees a fatty and he's just like... Fuck that. You know? Next time, just be like... Very nice. Let's go. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Anyway, um, he told me not to wear makeup in front of other guys also. Okay, so you guys are like fucking 15 probably. Uh, I'm scared. Like, if I got in a car accident, how would he react? He told me that he disliked this comedy TV show because it had an old lady on it and implying he would much rather watch something with pretty people. Okay, so... Did did he imply that or did you infer that, you know? Just because he said he didn't want to watch it. You said it. he said that he disliked it because there was an old lady on it. Yeah, this guy's like 13 or some shit. Uh, he also told me that he wouldn't date me if I was fat. Is this a bad choice of dating? Um, I mean, I wouldn't date Rachel if she was fat. I mean, she is fat, but that's pregnant. But if she was like, no, 300 pounds. I would say something to her like, hey, let's go to the gym. And if she didn't, I'd probably be like, ah, I'm out. 
how am I supposed to be with someone I don't want to bang, you know? So that's the thing, right? I think, I mean, I think that's fair. I think you're allowed to say that. I've said that to her. And, I, you know, she's said similar things to me. I won't say what they are, you know. My dick fell off. I don't think she'd want to be here. Um, But, yeah, I wouldn't date the guy. You know, but I'm not. I'm not worried about his shallowness. You know, it's a bit of a compliment to you if he is shallow and he's with you. I guess that means you're, you know, you're a baddie. I don't want to say it because I feel like you're like 13 or 15 years old. But um, I'd be more, I'd be more concerned about the fact that he's told you not to wear makeup in front of other guys. So he's really insecure. Um, he feels like you wearing makeup in front of the other guys is. Uh, you trying to get attention or that they will just pay attention and take you from him, which is a possessive kind of thing, which isn't really hot. Um, so I'd be, yeah, I'd probably be more concerned with that than the, you know, the fatties, you know, but yeah. Um, you guys are young anyway. It's not going to last. I hate to tell you. <laughs> uh, this one's coming in from Ebony. Ebony, another word for black. Genevieve was black the French name. My mom keeps telling me very inappropriate things that are disturbing and leading with if I had to see or hear this, so do you. She told me in great detail about my grandparents, her parents' sex life. Yeah, that's how, you know, grandparents are generally the parents of your own parents. Because her mom talked about it to her. She, my grandma, takes pills, so tends to overshare. (laughs) Who is she, young thug? Oh, shit. Let's go. Um, today, it went too far. My aunt is taking care of my 90-year-old grandma and my mom also helps. Well, today, my grandma was bleeding from her rectum. Very cool. I do that sometimes. Usually after a big, 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 big night. Or big, big, big shit. Um, <laughs> Sensational. My aunt sent a picture of her entire area to my mum. Two pictures that showed way too much. Well, my mum called me and said, I'm going to share a picture with you. If I have to see this, so do you. And proceeds to send me a picture of my 90-year-old grandma's bloody private parts that I now cannot get out of my head as much as I try. I couldn't eat my food because I was so disgusted. I almost threw up. I told her, no, mum, please don't. Before she even sent it, I told her I'd love to talk about this in therapy. I told her I'd have to talk about this in therapy. She just laughed hysterically. So am I overreacting and any advice on how to get her to stop traumatizing me? It's a reoccurring problem. She often tells me way too much info about my own father, her sex life, etc. but this was way too far. Also, before you say anything, I really wish I was trolling, but I'm not. Okay, Ebony, let me tell you this. Uh, first off, that is a major, major betrayal of your grandma's privacy. Um, yeah, really not cool. Really not cool there. Uh, and just set boundaries. I guess she sent it to you, which to me makes me feel like maybe you don't live at home. Um... Yeah, I feel like you're old enough. You you seem a little bit older than, you know, I feel like you're like maybe 20, 25 or something. I feel like maybe you don't live at home. So moving out's not going to help. But just tell, just set boundaries. Have a conversation. That's all you can do, I think. She's not going to stop. She sounds like a bit of a wackadoo. Um, 
So, yeah, I would just tell your mum, look, this shit's not on. I don't need to know about mum, about your sex life with dad. I don't need to know about my grandparents' sex life. I don't need to know any of that shit. So stop fucking sharing it. Um, and just, yeah, just be like, it's really affecting me. Just just be honest. Just say it's not on. It's not cool to do this. It's affecting me. I need you to fucking cut it out. Uh, and then if she doesn't stop, that's where, you know, the, the, the boundaries need to get thicker and maybe you, you don't speak as much, you know, you change your number and you, you know, you have a, your burner phone has your mum's number in it. So you only, you only, uh, call her from your burner and she doesn't get to really connect with you regularly. I don't know. You don't really want to get to that kind of level with your own parents, but, um, yeah, the conversation would be would be the big one for me. And I think we've got one more here. Uh, this one is coming in from a girl named Tara. Three girls. Oh, hold on. Did, well, yeah, Ebony's a girl's name. So Three ladies today. No worries. We're going to finish with yours, Tara. I'm 15. And yesterday, I wore a skirt to school. When I was walking to class, some older kid put his hand up my skirt and touched my groin. I immediately had a mental breakdown and ran to the principal office since I'm one of their favorite kids so they would take it seriously. After checking the cameras, the kid was yelled at and I think suspended. Even now, I feel really shaken up and violated. I feel gross and I feel like if I didn't wear a skirt, this never would have happened. Uh, No, no, no. You get to wear what you want. Little fucking loser boy with no dick doesn't get to put his hands wherever he wants and he needs to learn a lesson. Um, Suspension's probably not enough because if you feel unsafe, that's not fair. You need to feel safe. Um, I don't know what your school situation is like. You might enjoy your school and you shouldn't have to leave your school because of him and I would be taking it further, maybe requesting... um, that he gets expelled or something, get your parents involved, tell them to come to school and talk about this shit because that is not on. That is sexual assault, you know, even at your age, 15. That shit's wild. Uh, I don't know why you listen to this podcast, honestly, if you're 15. That's crazy, but... Sensational. Uh, keep, you know, share, tell a friend to tell a friend, you know. Buy some merch. Um, welcome to the potty.com slash store. Yeah, no, it's not your fault. Wear whatever you want. You can wear a skirt. That's bullshit. You know, if there was a lady on the street that walked past me naked, I wouldn't touch her. Yeah, that's craziness. That's fucking craziness. What are we talking about? It doesn't matter what you wear. You don't get to touch me. I wear pants and hoodies all the time. And if anyone touches me, hold on. That doesn't make sense, that analogy, does it? I don't give a fuck. You 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 don't get touch. You shouldn't touch anyone, no matter what they're wearing. Is what I'm saying. It's not. It's not your fault. That's all I'm saying. You know, you're Matt Damon, and I'm Robin Williams, and it's not your fault. Okay. That motherfucker is probably not even French, so don't worry about it. But yeah, get that motherfucker the fuck out of there. Maybe if you got any um, friends, maybe get them beat him up or something like that. Because that, I mean. Suspension? Oh, cool. I'm 15 and now I'm home from school for a week. You know, that's kind of a reward. 
for bad behavior. Someone needs to smack the, smack the taste out of that motherfucker's mouth. I know violence isn't cool or whatever these days. When people used to touch me when I didn't want to get touched, I used to smack the shit out of them, bro. I remember I shaved my head once. Um, you know, I don't even remember why. It wasn't for charity or anything. I just shaved it. And, like, I mean, to the scalp, bro, I, I got the, the big razor out. And uh, this guy smacked me on the back of the head because I was bald. And I beat the shit out of him. I beat the shit out of him and I beat the shit out of his friend. And his friend was just trying to be a good guy and stop me from beating the shit out of him. And because his friend touched me when I wasn't looking, he tried to, he tried to stop me from behind. I turned around and I beat the shit out of him. So don't fucking touch me is the moral of the story. Don't slap my head and don't grab me from behind and I won't beat your fucking face. So Tara, it's not your fault. The guy's not even French. He's not from France. Um, Je m'appelle Clay and uh, au revoir. Bang bang. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to